the mid-season review with the boys from the next generation and go footy. Here is part two of the next generation and go footy's mid-season review. All right, we're mid-season review, guys. Um, all of us sitting here would not say we were going to be here where we are. It's top of the ladder at the main break. I'm only a couple of spots off. I said sixth. Now, mm, not so much. <laughs> you know, in our wildest dreams, we've had a great season and, you know, we've beaten all that come before us. We're going to go on to the next part of the season, but sitting right now, couldn't be happier. If anyone's got something bad to say about the Eagles, they haven't obviously been watching or they're not an Eagles fan, basically. Um, we've touched on, well, we will touch on how many players we've had. I'm going to leave that up to you guys. So I'm going to throw it open to Dan first. All right. 10 and 1, that's just unbelievable because people are becoming arrogant and having this weird perception of where we're at. We are a rebuilding side. We had nine list turnovers. By the end of the season, I think we probably would have nine debutants. but yet we're, we're bucking the trend. We don't need to bottom out to do it. We're top of the ladder right now. And with 11 games left, I reckon if we win six, and that's all we need to do, that's top two, that's home final. And we've it's a list rebuild. It's, it's blooding new players. And there's no way around it. That's what a rebuild is. There's just a taboo thing, which I've mentioned before, where you think you've got to bottom out. But you look at the age of our players from last year, I think we were the oldest, to now we're down with all the other ones that are rebuilding. There were the eighth. We were right in the middle. Yeah, but that's a lot but of you take Fremantles and a lot Petri, of other Petri, and Mitchell, we fall down in the age group yeah. very quickly. Very quickly. Butler as well. I just want to um, touch on what you said, arrogant. Are you talking about the rose-coloured glasses society of Eagles fans? I, I'm talking about everyone. We're I'll put on the rose-coloured and say yeah. I don't like the word rebuild because out of the players we delisted, apart from the guys we've got in for one year, like a, a Petri, a Mitchell, the rest weren't best 22. doesn't matter if they're best 22. You've still made those list changes. It is a rebuild. And there it's were like some a hard half calls. rebuild. There were some yeah. hard calls call too. It's and a list turnover. There's Wellinghams. There's Hills. There's fringe, fringe. Decisions. Yeah, but that's what a re list rebuild most, is. Most of his time... Well but like, we talked about all these kids that we've got. So we're saying things like... McInnes might be traded, might be out. You're saying Bayark, you're saying Mudamar, you're saying England, you know, you like England. You're saying sort of Rotham, saying Burrows. I've just listed nine players then. If we cut all of them, are we in rebuild? No, because none of them are best 22. No. Okay, but you're no. talking about games. We turned over 1,400 every, every, games worth of experience. Yeah, That's your games worth of experience. Four said, of them won't... made all of them. Which yeah, but, uh, but then there's an extra five. No, I that think we we're missing the point. Like. A rebuild with four of them. Rebuilding play, is uh, cutting your list. I don't care what players you cut. A rebuild is you're cutting your list and, and you're injecting did. youth. That's what a rebuild is. And that's exactly what the Eagles have done. But the player, to me, that's really stood out this year is Redden. Like, I'm not going to talk about the big names. Redden, to me, was just an average player. Wasn't our best 22. Now that Mitchell is out, Pritis is out, he's in his, you know... In his game zone, almost in you know that in and under contested midfielder, he's gone from a fringe player to us to honestly one of our best midfielders this year, and that's where my mid-season review basically ends. I wanted to learn. I'm going to go into a. I'm just just yep. on Redden. 
Simo did say, if you took a Ferris and Best count now from round 16 last year to now, Redden would win it in a canter. Yeah, yeah. So like when we got Redden, I'm a massive fan of that trade. I made a bet with my cousin that he will be top three best and Ferris in the year we drafted him. And I said, okay, we went back a little bit and went, okay, best on ground in the first six rounds. I lost that bet. He didn't live up to their expectation in the first couple of years. What he's playing now is what I expected when he first came. And the reason probably why he didn't get those results is because he was playing second fiddle to Mitchell. Uh, exactly. And Sorry, Prittis. Because he's yeah. not a player that's got a lot of strings in his bow. Yeah, yeah. He, we just he can't to play in, though, multiple roles. He's very good at his role, but he's not exceptional as something else. And that's why he just got stuck in no man's land. He's playing career best. Two, yeah. two, two players that had stood out this year to me is, you've already touched it on, is Redden. The other to me is our captain in Bungo Hearn. Yep. Now that guy there, um, he was questioned. A lot of people wanted a different captain this year. I'm glad the club held firm. I'm glad the, the players wanted Bungo as a captain because that guy leads from the front. And... He's one guy, when I go and watch a game live, I watch that guy religiously. And the marshalling, the directions he does on yep. the ground yep. is unbelievable. And that's why he's a captain. I was personally torn on taking the captaincy off him because the last couple of years, he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been as good as he had been. And I think there was a lot of scenarios like, I mean, we, we talked about it with Butler when he sort of said, we used to see Hearn take these massive shots at goals because he can have a monster kick but he wanted his teammates to have that success and he wouldn't be doing that and he was very much a leader around the club but I kind of started to feel that is the leadership too much pressure that it's affecting his day-to-day game this year that's not happening we're seeing an exceptional game and an exceptional leader I'm sorry I'm throwing another stat out I know I'm the stat guy Leading the kicking efficiency in the entire AFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And hasn't that just worked out perfect for our game style, which we yeah. all talked earlier, is now a kicking game style. That was it. I just wanted to in, say in that. Oh, that was just it. I've got, <laughs> got to admit, I'm here with Gaffy on this. At the game still, it gets to towards 50, and I'm just... Unleash yeah, he doesn't want to though. He's all about does, his efficiency. But power. then he does a sublime pass straight on the chest of Darling. Doesn't want to whoever. miss it. He just and puts stuff up his fucking efficiency so that Dan <laughs> gets upset. <laughs> my um, my mid-season review though is I'm not going to steal anyone else's own because I'm sure we'll all have similar things. I'm going to actually take it back to more to to Simo. Obviously, none of us are in a place that we'd expect it to be. But every year year after year, we go, oh well, you know, we just hope all these players are going to improve. And you know, let, let's be real. 99% of the time it just doesn't happen that all these plays we hope are going to improve doesn't but we're in a, a situation that it's not just one player it's not just Redden you know it's not just Darling almost across the entire list we have got this group of players they've just taken a, a step up right across the board and then you add that in with all these first years that are coming in and they're not coming in like first year players are like Waterman you know he could win the um What's it called? The the Rising Star. Star. We've we've got, you know, Venables, if he'd have stayed fit, obviously he's done anchor, but he was starting to look like a star. Willie Rioli, if he was a couple of years younger, was eligible to win Rising Star. There's no reason he wouldn't win it. So it's just everyone has taken a step up. These newbies have come in and just lifted it again. But not only that, our kicking 
has gone from at stages last year it was woeful to we are we back ourselves every single time we kick now and we are hitting very much Hawthorne style very Hawthorne and I'll bring it back to body language as well they look like they're having fun on the ground last year absolutely absolutely in tight games they didn't look happy even in tight games this year they felt happy I'm just going to go back on the rising star thing I don't think Waterman will win because he's a West Australian and I reckon they'll give it to the guy from Collingwood he is workman yeah. that he wins. I think that's irrelevant if he wins or not. Though. I think if, if he's in that, if he's in that that conversation, you know, you know that he's, he's going. Yeah, okay. if he wins or not. I actually love that mid-season review. The fact you've targeted Simpson because you hit the nail on the head. The second tier players, the shepherds. The Duggins, these the cars back to his yeah, the best football, back to where, you know, um, and you've hit and that's where our improvements come yeah. from. Every one of us here probably caught full of Kras head. Yeah, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, oh, I know I did. Uh, but that's he's one um, of my favourite players, and I caught for his never, head. Never, I never would, and you'd never find footage of me saying. <laughs> no, Kevin I would have never done that. Best in history, no, I had him Staker. on You went to have Staker Have you watched his 2006 highlight reel? He was no. exceptional and, and I think that is why we're playing such sustainably good football We're not reliant on one midfielder We're not reliant on one forward Just across the Staker's board Staker's my Larry Bellotti, you remember him? Oh, Staker was a champion <laughs> But anyway, now, now it's my turn for the mid-season review And I think probably one of the best statements I can think of is like, We have to cut it short now we, <laughs> we look at our team and like That statement of it's great to have champions in your team but we're a team of champions. That's it. There is not yeah, a standout player. Yep. We have across the board that we will find it hard to win a Brownlow this year because everybody be has their on and off guild games, yep. but everybody is solid. You look at what we're getting out of Gov, great. You look at what we're getting out of Hearn, exceptional. Shepard has stood up and we're seeing some great work out of him. Gaff has taken his game to a new level. He was one of those malign players that people love to kick. His playing is exceptional. I seem to be the only one that wants to put him in elite, but he's not far off. You mentioned yeah, Red. He keeps going to see that. Nick Nat no, back in our team. He is amazing. Then Nick you throw Nat. Darling. People wanted to belt Darling, and now they're saying he's the best player in the competition. Mm. Yeah, Nick Nat and Lysett are a massive bonus for yeah. us. And Lysett is under play last year, and Dan's always tried to push Lysett on. I mean, it's slowly happening. No like, one had my back with I, um, I was always, I always yeah, thought Lysett was a bit clumsy and cumbersome. No, but no. what I've seen in this year, I just sat back and I just gone, how come I didn't see this before? I'm like, um, this guy's He's probably got the aggression to him and, too. I go and back like I said, to... his tackling is, is unbelievable. And I think it was two games ago, he was on the forward 50 and he... he he did a sidestep. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you don't see big guys do that. And that, to me, I just went, you he's go, having a good year. You go back to the beginning of the year on TNG. I'm not sure who put it up. There was a poll. Do you want Vardy or do you want Lysett? Yeah. Vardy, 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 Vardy. I'm like, are people forgetting how good Lysett is? Lysett is a premium Ruckman. Vardy is a stopgap. People forgot that very quickly. Yep. And now we're seeing what Lysett can deliver. It's all about sign Gov, sign Gaff in this pre or in this mid-season with a free agency. We have to sign Lysett. Lysett has to man. stay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you that. I was, I was hoping you'd bring it up. I'm glad that no one in the media is actually talking about Lysett. Yeah, sign him up. Sign him up. Cheap. Keep him cheap. Yeah. It's cheap, cheap. Under there, and we can just... Uh, no other club is playing two... 
definitive ruckman, yeah. but we can because of the quality we got. They are going to start doing it if they play us. They, yeah, and they, they are starting now, to do it now. And you watch when Melbourne come up against us, they'll play too. Um, I'm thinking Adelaide will do the same. Port Adelaide will do the same again. You can only do it though if you've got two quality ruckmen. Yeah, those three teams. Who's their backup ruckman? I don't think they're going to have quality. Right, but who they're are going they? to be forced to play Which will be their detriment. Which will so be their detriment. List, list those teams. So Melbourne. Yeah, I agree. So you got Gorn, one of the best in the competition. Who's their backup? I wouldn't have a clue. Was it, was I don't think Spencer? there's anyone that's. Spencer's gone. Is he gone? Is I'm he? pretty sure he's gone. So like, you're probably talking someone like McDonald might come in there. So then you're robbing your forward or your back yep. line. So then you go to Port. You got Ryder. Who's who's their backup? West stuff comes in. West. So then you're robbing your forward line. Or robbing your so, wherever. And Loeb. Loeb. Loeb's at Carlton now. Matthew Loeb. Yeah, he's a Carlton. Is he? Jesus, can't show you how much. Show you how much notice I'm taking. A can't get a game there. Straight to Adelaide. So Adelaide's got Sam Jacobs. Are they going to bring in that O'Reilly, the young kid, the Irish? None of them are good enough to battle. That's what I'm saying. People are going to be forced to play two ruckmen, regardless if they're good enough. But the part that is quite funny. Look at our ruckmen. They do not play full games. So they play about a 60% game time. So that's very low. And if I go back to the game that we just played, you look at interchanges. We lost a player very early in Darling. We then play two Ruckman kind of filling one role. We still only had 78 interchanges out of, is it 90? 90. Yeah, 90. You get 90. So a player down on the list, and then you got two Ruckman filling one role, 78 interchanges. Did the coaching staff already go into the the buy a week earlier as well and go, ah, it's all right. She'll be good. Could it? Yeah. I, I, that that yeah, was a stat that stood out to we me. we haven't used all our interchanges. Maybe less players... But a player less, down... Yeah, maybe less players, less rotations, though. Maybe they're still going to set, set rotations and they're not going to vary from that. Yeah, look, I, I hate getting into those rotations because I'd love to see players... I don't understand... You know, sports science and all that crap. Um, you know, oh, we only can play Nick Nat yeah. 60%. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, if I was a player, I'd be going, put me bloody out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and sometimes you have to just push that sports science to the side, and and it's particularly in that last game, last quarter, we looked tired, and like I say, that could be they've gone into buy mode already because I would have thought you would have pushed people on and off, yeah, and used the whole quota up. But anyway, but before you finish off on this segment, mid-season review, we can't do it without looking at where is the direction of all Australian. So all Australians across a whole season. But let's look at right now. So I'm not talking the All-Australian team. Let's look at the All-Australian squad. So you've got 40 players to fit in there. The Eagles are going to be very heavily represented in this. We'd have to be, yeah. Because, I mean, for me, I look at it and go... We, we think that. I'm thinking eight or nine players, mate. We, we think that, right? We've seen the mid-season. We, we think that, squad. but you have a look at every mid-season... Or every rolling Australian side, we've got three players in there. We've got McGovern in there. Yeah. Gaff and Darling. They're the only three that are represented in all. Oh, I disagree. Some of the ones I saw today, they had Natanui. But these are just, these are just uh, random ones. Though. Let, let's go what we think so could actually be. Yeah, I reckon who and, would be in the side. And, and, and let's think about it. There's one West Australian on the committee that chooses the All-Australian team, and that's Glenn Jakovic. But he's not very biased. Who's so anti-Eagle he's anti-Eagle because he doesn't like, want to be biased. So I reckon... To say everything kept going the way we're going now, gas a certainty. Yep. He'd have to fall off the perch not to get put in. Jack Darling would be another. No, because he's injured now. No, but That's we're saying... Depending on how long he's yeah, out. We're saying yeah. if it's... But we'll just right do now. from right now. Yeah. All right, from form now right now, Darling, yeah. McGovern is in everyone's yep. list, yep. right? 
Um, Hearn. But to me, if I had McGovern in it, I'd have Hearn in before McGovern. Yeah, you could have them both. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have to, if you didn't have to both, I'd have Hearn in before McGovern. Because I think Hearn's been the better player than McGovern this year, yeah. personally. Yeah, okay. I'm not disagreeing, but we're also talking a 40 man squad, not the team. So, Gov and Hearn are both in that. Yeah. So, for me, the list I've written down Gov, Hearn, Shep, Gaff. I think Shep will be. Okay, so if. we'll go through it, list them, and then tell me yes or no. So, Gov, 40 man squad. I reckon he'll yeah, make the squad, make yes. Squad. Hearn. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yep. Shep. We all love him, but I don't the, think outside of him. I don't think he's like defensive backman, which yeah. I hate because you're supposed to be picking a, a squad. Yeah, I know. But, but that, that's why I so think he will Yes, he should. But, he but won't, no, he Based won't. on the way he plays. Gaff? Yes. Definitely. Lock. Redden, I think, hasn't Ruffy. quite Ruffy. done Ruffy. enough, Ruffy. but a roughie. Yeah. I think People he could be in there, but Nick Nat. Make the squad, no, he won't make the team. Yeah, I don't think Gorn, he can make the squad, but Gorn and Brady Granny will get yeah, the nods. And Martin as well is playing good. So but I, I think he gets... If he did get the game time, though. Yeah. Definitely. That's why I think well, he could be 60% making the make squad. Yeah. squad. Darling, lock, yeah. yo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Defender or midfielder? I reckon no, interchange he'd be on. He'd be looking, yeah, for, the, he'd be looking for that They'll interchange. They'll squeeze him somewhere. They'll squeeze him in. Interchange, We talk roughies. Lecker. No. I reckon no. he could be a roughie. What, what, what if, you, if, you were, if you were picking him now, right now, he'd be in for what you mean? Yeah. By any year, I don't think he will be. <laughs> who's the, like right now, who's the small forward kicking him out? That's exactly right. You he look is, at the Colbert medalist, there's not many small he is, forwards. But he's yeah. he's getting, no, Eddie Betts isn't. So he can have the left, like he has yeah, the right. I think you need a couple. So like that, that's, that's my argument for putting him in the squad. Yeah. Who's kicking him out? You can't have a forward line of all... Six foot three, six foot four players. No, but you know what they tend to do with those positions. Oh, they put midfielders in there. Midfielders in. Where can we put them? Forward pocket? There That's where Redden goes. Oh, I hate yeah. it when they do that with Mark. That's what they, they do, do that don't they? Yeah. You remember that a few years yeah. ago? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, while we're in the mid-season review, we're going to probably end it there. But we'll talk about football. We don't usually go through all the games and tipping. We usually just do the Eagles. But because you guys are here, I know you guys do it on your show. So we're going to talk about the tipping um, and the TNG go. It's a shared thing. Uh, both paiders do it. So this is a chance to kick me in my porch. J- J- JB's winning and he's in the lead. Drew Darby second. A guy called Nick Nat Nick Nat Hearn is a I can't third. Even say your own name. That was a card. <laughs> and and surprisingly, at the end of the year, it goes on margin points and he's first. I'll just let you know that the lowest. All right, so. I'm only a point behind, but I've got the lowest margin, so yeah, okay, yeah. I can jump. Um, fourth is Raj, fifth is Dodzy. And the almighty, which is Ollie, is in 12. Yes! Positions. Special shout-out to, Sha- to Raj, number one fan, go footy. And Gaffy, he's only six points behind. Only so very six, unlucky. So very fifth, Gaffy. Very he unlucky. He might as well be last. <laughs> and Dan... Doesn't tip because he just goes with the Eagles and he knows he's going to do it. But the worst thing is if I'd actually tip this year. You'd probably be leading. be doing it right. Yeah. Ricky Rosebury, is he a mate of yours? He seems to be tipping yeah. like out of the park. Yeah, but he's not in any uh, competitions. So, um, oh, so it's all hearsay he's tipping. No, no, I've seen how he does it and he writes it all down. He's rigid but So he sends it to you so you know no, it's I've legit. Seen, oh, so I've that's seen. what he's oh, doing. Oh, I see. So no, I, he's got the special Rain Man gift I actually said and to you him, get to copy his tips. I actually said to him offline, I said, can I copy yours? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right, let's go into the games, eh? Port versus Tigers. I'm actually going to go Port. 
Tigers have travelled twice for rubbish. All right, I'm going. Uh, Everyone else I think I'm going to go Tigers. They've got a good record there. I'm, I'm on the Tigers here. They they struggle away, but they're playing too well. I think they get it. You want to say anything, Dan? I don't tip, but <laughs> fuck the Tigers. I'm going Port. They can't travel. <laughs> they VFL gift them MCG. Let's just do a three-man tipping. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cats versus Roos. I think. Geelong. Roos it's in GLHBA standing down Geelong, so Geelong yeah. for me. Giants and the Suns, well, that's probably in. Got Close the curtain game, as Ollie likes to say. That's, um, yeah. it, this just shows... Could be a draw. It just shows how far behind the Suns are. Every time that the, the Giants and the Suns played, the two, um, what do they call them, Fran- latest franchise teams from the last sort of six years. I think the These Suns two should be trouble. far closer. So have there. you heard Ollie's description of games like this? Yes. If you were standing in the kitchen and watching this in your backyard, you'd you close, close the your kitchen curtains. <laughs> I, I just reckon the Suns in real trouble. Not that's now in the future. I, I reckon, think so too. I reckon. I it's, think it's they're on the right path. I like Stewie Jew, but they need some quality. In I don't there. think and they're if, on the right path. Yeah, I, think, I don't think oh, they are. On and off the field, they're a mess. And and they're a mess. You know what? And, I've had this conversation and, before that no team has ever made it and, in Gold Coast. So. And that's it. Carrara never worked for Brisbane, so why put a yeah. bloody team there? Yeah, exactly. Right, and I think it's. It was uh, public pressure that pushed them there. They, they tried to get the same ground in Carrara. They tried to get North Melbourne there. Back so what I'm hearing is Gold Coast Devils moving to Tasmania. <laughs> oh well, look, I don't know. It's just not going to work. And like we don't want an uneven amount of teams. They know. I can see right. misery. And we don't want to travel to Tasmania. No. They're going to have a major list overhaul at the end of the year. Just watch um, Brisbane versus. Oh, no, Are we repeating the Giants, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants. And <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I think there's going to be an upset. Mm. Oh, lock it in. A draw. Do not. Oh, I want to know. I want to hear you pick Gold Coast. I don't think you can tip a draw on the tip. No, no you can't. But uh, put your money where your mouth Swans. is. Sydney. Swans, yeah. All right. Um, Brisbane versus Bombers. Brief Bomb. versus Camembert. No one can see what it was written here. Bad, bad spelling. <laughs> so I'm really bad on the spelling. Uh, I'm on the Bombers. Yeah, Bombers. Uh, do you know what? Brisbane have to start winning a what few of these games. And, you know... Brisbane Bombers. I'm going Brisbane. I think their form's actually been really good. It's been okay. Just not yeah. the result. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Bombers. Though. Bombers will have to bounce back from that disappointing Yeah, I have to go week. Bombers. Freo versus the Crows. Adelaide. Everyone's can... Yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. Crows. Even Freo were good. I think we'd pick the Crows. And then the MND game. Why don't we call this the MND instead of the Queens game? Uh, well, oh, well, look, I yeah. actually really want to touch on this, but somewhere I can't even see my notes... I'm excited to see all the coaches slide down the slide. I like uh, how you've also got Melbourne versus Demons here. Oh, have I done it? See, <laughs> at least we know what's going on. You'd love to proofread. You know, uh, I'm not that great at Demons, but I might go Demons over Melbourne. I'm, I'm jumping on the... I'm actually... <laughs> he gave me no option, but I'm actually tipping the Demons. Yeah, well, I think I'll pick the Demons too. And it's, like you said, why isn't it called the M&D game? Um, I was going to leave this to the end, but I'm going to say it right now, guys. Once I can find my notes, um, people got to. If you got any money, donate to the M and D cause. Yeah, go and buy yourself um, one of those beanies. You can get the beanies at uh, where was it? I had the. It's at fightmnd.org.au, or you can go to mndaustralia.asn.au. Yep. It's a beanie. Great cause. It's a cause close to my heart because my father-in-law has M and D. And it's one of the most horrible diseases yeah. I think anyone could go through and family can go through. Neil Danaher, what he's done for the MD cause is absolutely brilliant. Um, and he's survived and I just look at him now. outside of expectation. Um, you know, he, he, the 
unfortunate thing is he's probably not going to be with us. He could not be with us next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what people just don't understand about this. Um, there's so many different forms of MMD. There's so many different strains. Uh, Stephen Hawkins had it for 30 years. Hmm. Uh, some people have it for four years. And it strikes at any age. So, guys, this is probably the only serious bit probably of the night. If you've got money, donate because it's a good cause and we need to find a cure quick. Yeah, well said. Well, and those beanies do look good, but they are sold out, I think. So go to the M&D Australia page. They really need they to make more. They sell out every yeah. year. Yeah. Make more. Because uh, so many people want them and it's such a good cause. And this year, every coach is going over the yeah. slide. and sliding down. So it's what do you reckon interesting. Simo's going to dress up as? Yeah, it'd be interesting. They haven't said yet. Um, all so I know Ross is Lyon up. might dress up as a toothpick for Captain Floss. Well, we'll save that for our next segment, which is coming up now. Under the pump. We're on to the under the pump, guys. I don't know if you've heard what we do on this, but it's just to give a little bit of a spray or a kick up the ass to somewhere in the AFL industry. It doesn't even have to be the AFL industry. Mine is. Um, I know, I'm going to let you go first, Gabby. Match review officer. As a fan, I have no idea what to expect from this guy. When he goes up there, it could be anything. How do players know what's going on? I look at what we've seen. Cox gets off. I have no idea how. Titchell gets off for his elbow to the back of the head of Goldie. Nick Nat gets done for a tackle. Higgins, when he gets belted and the player gets off. Today, at least five, he copped it. When the season started, I loved what I was seeing. We had one guy making decisions, and he was making the right decisions. But right now, it seems to be a coin flip, and I have no idea what's going on. I'm just going to play devil's Media advocate. Pressure. I'm going to play devil's advocate for one second, though. We, I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying whatsoever, but we can go through that list. And me and you have watched football together. We've watched the exact same games. We have the exact mm. same idea of football and we've watched almost probably every game of football together for the last 20 odd years we would disagree on almost everyone on that list so I mean if we can't even agree <laughs> how's a match review officer it's, well, it's almost a not everyone on this like there's probably two that we disagree with but you know it's, there's only five on the list isn't there Gaffy? it's almost half of them so but, I mean it's a hard hard job it's so, I'm not saying so it's not a hard things, job but how does a player know what they can and can't do? Think they do there is there is a little table that they've got to go by I would not want to be in Christo's shoes at all because... Because they're big clown shoes? They're clown shoes, as Dan calls him the clown. clown. But they it are hard seems shoes random. to fill. Yeah, and I just think there's, there's so much that's always over. It's like an umpire. It's another grey area. And yeah. it's always going to be a grey area. And fans are going to have to like it or lump it. Sometimes you're going to get it right. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong. And the problem is they're getting it more wrong more than they're getting it right, which is the way I'm seeing it this year. I was very close to giving the touch-up to the umpires... I'll give you this one and then I'm going to pass it on. Did you see the Brisbane Roos game on the weekend? They let the Ruckman line up on the wrong side. Wait a minute. They, they don't need to tell them where to line up. That's for their, their teams to decide. It's not so, the umpires. Hold on. If you go to basketball, when we play basketball, right? So if yeah. we rock and you're standing on the wrong side, the umpires are going, boys, they are turn around. Grown, I don't think that's up to the The rule says at the centre bounces, you're talking about the centre bounce? Yeah. yeah. They've got to be on the opposing side. So it should have been a free kick to the other player. But to which well, one? They're both, the yeah, they're both in the they're wrong spot. They're both in the wrong spot. So basically, for those that don't know, the Ruckman stood on the wrong sides. So basically, switched the Ruckman around, umpire's thrown the ball up, they've run in, tapped it on, played on, no one made any comment, until after the game they went, hold on, you've got North Melbourne kicking to the right, 
But you've got your North Melbourne Rockman you're standing on the rock. You're stealing one under the But umpires, pull your finger out. Handball. Have you got one, Ollie? Um, well, I think we've touched on it before. I'm just going to go very quickly on the, um, the actual goal review system. We've talked about it. I'm sure you guys talked about it. it has, something has to be done next year. AFL, spend money. Get Hawkeye. a better system in place. Whether it's Hawkeye, whether it's some better system. But at the moment... You want an the, aluminium in the ball. Well, the... That's been done in tennis. Um, there is a lot of systems that can be done. Spend the money, get better technology. In. And what it's going to be, it's got to be the same at every ground because at the moment it is. Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah. you can't have it different at every ground. Dan, you got a quick one? Yeah, I'll keep mine quick. Mine's actually to our supporters, mate. I don't want us to become the April premiers. I don't know if you knew many Crow supporters last year. When they were going well, Tex was the... Coleman medalist that year, Sloan was the Brownlow medalist that year. They made statements that the premiership was theirs for the losing. I don't want that to be it was and the only reason I bring this up is we had a horrid quarter and the way a lot of the fans turned on the entire side and on players. So just to clarify, you're saying don't get too excited or don't get too upset. A little bit of both. Just stay stay in the middle. No, but when you get so arrogant, you expect to win everything. Like people say, we're going to win by 100 points every week. So if you don't win every quarter, you're shitty. I thought we were going to win by 20. So, yeah. Yep, yep. That's fine. Well, I'm going to end mine on a quick one that's just been in the news today. And I'm going to have a go at one little sookie bitch (laughs) in uh, Victoria, Mr. Alan Richardson. He's gone on about the free kick counts at West Coast versus St Kilda. Mate, have a look at round 17 last year and it rolls reverse. St Kilda 21, free kicks to 12. So maybe we can say the noise of affirmation is alive at Eddie as well, you little bitch. Of course it is, yeah. And the media. For 100 years, the media, team gets the advantage. Victoria media just jump on it. They don't analyse it. They probably all jumped on it. Didn't go back and do the research. And the game beforehand that Eagles lost to St Kilda, same thing again. It happens everywhere. And, it, you know, we probably do get a few extra... Of course home. we do. We do. We miss out on some Adelaide. It's the same as Adelaide in Adelaide. We and miss out on the... If you don't like it, lump it. But my question on that is, are they accusing the umpires of cheating? No. So what, what's their hope here? It, it, it's about Eagles not being what they wanted to be. They thought Eagles were going to be yeah. down the bottom. Oh, the, this is instead of the, the drug side, story. And because we're up the top, <laughs> yeah. trying to knock us down. Oh, we can't say drugs. We, we did that last year. The grand final. Oh, and, you know and to the Victorian media, if anyone ever listens to it, like Craig Coachinson from Croc Media that are taking Check out Go on. Footy. It's a brilliant <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, you know, get over it because it just makes us stronger. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining in this week. Thank you um, very much for having us. It's been a blast, boys. Great having you both here. Loved we'll it. We'll probably do it again at the end of the year. Yeah, I reckon. And we'll with sit our, there. Um, our grand final show, maybe. I'll get yeah, fired up over show. something else. On the bus, was it? I've <laughs> seen the bus out the back. It's looking good, guys. Was it? It's oh, nice and black, all it? painted yeah, up with the eagle on it. I like just, how you're just, driving that around just town. Just before we leave, I if you've about... got questions on the bus... Private message was uh, and he loves private messages. Don't forget that Dan is an admin on that page yeah, as well. So send him messages. He loves that. And I'm going to take this chance. Just don't forget, check out Go Footy. We've got a great <laughs> yeah. page. And we go live on RTRFM 92.1 on Saturday mornings. Tune in early mornings. We're, we're brother and sister page here, so make sure you like our page, join cousins. our page. Cousins are better, kissing cousins, whatever you want to call it. I don't see any of you guys wearing a skirt, and I'm definitely not. Yeah, it's not <laughs> going to happen, but make sure you join up. We, we want to share the love with all the podcasts, because you can gonna, never have too much Eagle Media. Yeah, we, we're going to podcast. 100% to that. 
Wing Nut Podcast and you guys on the block. They're yep. doing theirs live. They had a few technical issues like we all have every week. We had them last week. They had them this week. Uh, there's Toast the Coast, which is the 91.3 boys. They do their own separate podcast. Um, there's probably more out there. If there is, let us know so we can let other people know and put them on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So we got to spread the word and spread the love. And uh, thanks again for joining us, guys. And yeah. It's been great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been good. And I only know of one uh, Eagles page that doesn't like it. Eagles media on there that doesn't. And we're not going to mention them. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs>